Input. Output. Hi, this is Input Output, and I'm your host, Mark Yarm. Today on the Input Output podcast, stories from Apple's WWDC keynote, one about iOS 14, the other about executive style. Good morning and welcome to WWDC. It's here that we bring some of our biggest innovations to life. At Apple's Worldwide Developers Conference keynote, which was virtual this year, the tech giant announced the next version of its mobile software, iOS 14. Apple also officially said that it's transitioning away from Intel processors to its own custom ARM-based chips. InputMag.com senior reviews editor Ray Wong wrote all about the big WWDC developments. Here he is reading an excerpt from one of his pieces. 13 years since iOS's debut changed the world, Apple is focusing its improvement efforts on strengthening the operating system's temp poles. That means more little changes and improvements across iOS and less of an aesthetic change. For users frustrated by the bugginess of iOS 13 and its many subsequent updates, the under the hood prioritization is appreciated. Welcome back to the show, Ray. Thanks for having me again, Mark. I have to admit, I didn't pay much attention to this year's WWDC conference as a Android user. Fair, fair. So what are the best new features of iOS 14? Most of the features are focused on, you know, again, under the hood improvements. The main feature is widgets. I know widgets do- doesn't sound like a major thing because, you know, Android has had widgets on the home screen for ages and iOS has w- had widgets uh, for years as well. But now they're finally again on the home screen. And, you know, I've been messing around with the beta and so far, you know, it's been pretty good to be able to have like, you know, your notes, your calendar, your email, a couple of clocks, all kinds of different like useful bite-sized information on your home screen so that you don't have to actually tap into the apps. Our new release is iOS 14. Wouldn't it be great if there were a way to organize all of those apps without doing a thing? Well, this year we're doing just that with something called the App Library. There's also a new organization feature called App Library, and that's just a really neat way to quickly organize your home screen. So, you know, on iOS, you've got your grid of icons, and that can get unruly pretty quickly. It can be really hard to find an app, and this just kind of quickly auto-compresses everything and organizes all your apps into nice little groups um, and you can search for them really easily. Additionally, Apple's finally letting you kind of like clean up your home screen by hiding certain home screens that you don't want. So for me, you know, I've got like three or four home screens. So, you know, you've got your main home screen with your most used apps. Then you've got your second screen with, you know, your second most used apps, third screen. I've got like kind of all my camera and editing apps. And then on my fourth home screen, I've got like, you know, a lot of my games and stuff. And, you know, I don't want to see a lot of those apps. So, you know, now you can quickly hide them. There are a whole bunch of other smaller improvements and it's it's really hard to notice if you don't go looking for them. So I'll just kind of run through some of the ones that I think jump out. Okay, what are they? Uh, So we've got like a brand new redesigned Siri that's also smarter as well. So previously Siri would kind of take up the whole screen when you activated it. And now it's kind of just uh, on the bottom and it quickly opens up and displays the information that you asked for. I've got like a call dialer that doesn't take up the whole screen as well. You've got picture in picture. So, you know, you could be watching a video while doing a multiple multitude of like other things. So you could be, I don't know, 
texting and then watching a YouTube video maybe in the corner and you can move that picture around, which is pretty neat uh, for those people who really like to multitask. Today is the day we're announcing that the Mac is transitioning to our own Apple Silicon. So let's talk hardware. At WWDC, Apple also announced that it will be transitioning some of its products from Intel to ARM processors. What does this mean from the user's perspective? From the user's perspective, they're going to get a lot of benefits out of this. So what is an ARM chip? So I'll give you a quick translation for that. All Macs right now currently shipping, they use an Intel chip, and those are, you know, based on the x86 architecture, which is what most PCs run on. And your mobile phone or your iPhone, your tablet, those use ARM chips. Uh, Specifically on iPhones and iPads, they use Apple's version of ARM chips. So they create their own custom version. And those chips over the last 10 years have increased performance astronomically. And, you know, they are now rivaling the performance from Intel chips and soon exceeding them in certain ways. So, you know, you've got this incredible performance from these really low power, energy efficient chips. So what that means is like Apple can build MacBooks or even new form factors that are powered by these chips and they'll get better battery life, incredible performance. And, you know, hopefully they'll even be more affordable. You can follow Ray on Twitter at Ray Wangi. Now on to today's second story. Apple introduced a number of innovations at its recent Worldwide Developers Conference keynote. What an incredible day of announcements. As you've seen, we haven't stopped innovating. We pushed all of our platforms forward in some amazing new ways. But among the male executives making WWDC presentations, there was nothing innovative about the way they dressed. InputMag.com newswriter Ian Cervantes dubbed the men's fits Big Kohl's Energy. Kohl's, of course, being the U.S.'s largest department store. Here Ian is reading an excerpt from his piece. It's casual Friday over in Cupertino, where these obscenely rich dudes look like they shop at any department store that can be found in middle America. Casual button-downs, inoffensive jeans, and nondescript belts. You know the look. The only thing that seems to change as these white guys toss each other prompts are their color choices and selection of footwear. Thank you very much for joining me again, Ian. Yep, glad to be here as always. You described the male Apple executive fits as big Kohl's energy. How would you define that look? (laughs) Thanks for shopping at Kohl's. The first thing that came to mind were these button-up shirts that you see like packaged in plastic wrap. I feel like as a kid, anytime I had to like dress up for photos or something, one of those would be provided for me, which is a true nightmare. But overall, it's just kind of, I don't know, I feel like it's just this like ubiquitous middle-aged white man look that's like semi-casual, still a little buttoned up. I'm sure most people working in these like not like hip new offices are probably still very familiar with it. So let's go straight to the top. What did you make of CEO Tim Cook's apparel? There's nothing impressive about it. It is kind of funny to joke at, but you also can't really get mad at it because it's it's pretty fitting for who these guys are, what their lifestyle is probably like. You can understand why clothing isn't the most important thing for them. I mean, Tim Cook was just wearing all black and and what looked like a pair of Nikes. Not quite on the same level as as Steve Jobs' infamous uniform, but it was fine. 
very okay. Speaking of Steve Jobs' uniform, what did you make of the black turtleneck look? Jobs chose the black turtleneck because he liked the style, and according to Isaacson's biography, he ended up with 100 of them. Apparently, he kept them all neatly folded, too, and one imagines he never had to sort them. After that, he simply climbed into those blue jeans and New Balance sneakers, and his outfit was forever set in stone. I loved it. You know, I think the turtleneck kind of gave it more character than, like, any of these other guys have today. I mean, I, I'm a big believer in turtleneck being kind of an easy hack for any guy that anyone's going to look handsome in. And then he, I think he kind of made it his own with those, like, super dad jeans. Yeah, I think it, I think it was a cool look, and, you know, he actually did talk about the way that he had this uniform so he didn't really have to think about what he was going to wear and could kind of focus on anything else so that also added a an element that made sense for him so how could the modern day apple executives look cool without embarrassing themselves (laughs) i think they gotta ditch these shirts first of all especially the black button-up like it's just a very waiter look i think that's something that like most people should stay away from unless you have like a very specific reason to wear it yeah there's also like the this tuck is very weird i like if you're gonna wear a jean I don't know why you're tucking your button-up shirt into it. The open collar is also very strange to me. Like the, the the cut on these collars doesn't look good. Yeah, I guess it's really just about like style and fit. You know, they don't need to be like very hey fellow kids about it. How do you do, fellow kids? What? This just screams like the bare minimum to me. Anything you might suggest that they do? One one piece that they could add to their uniform to make them look a little bit cooler? You know, I, I get the way that they're trying to look like a little more casual, but, you know, I don't think they would they could go wrong with like a well-fitting blazer, regardless of where what they wear underneath it is, whether it is like a proper dress shirt or even just a t-shirt. I think that'd be a really easy, stylish move for them. Well, I'll be watching next year's WWDC and see if any of your style comments were implemented. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure they have more important things to worry about, but if it somehow trickles down to them, I'd be very flattered. You can follow Ian on Twitter at Ian underscore Cervantes, and I am at Mark Yarm. For more news from the world of technology and culture, visit InputMag.com. You can click on the links in the show notes for the stories we discussed today. New episodes of Input Output are released three times a week. If you enjoyed what you heard, please give us a rating and review on iTunes. You can find Input Output on your smart speaker or whichever podcast app you use. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.